When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pod Save the Queen! Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen, the Daily Mirror's royal podcast. I'm your host, Anne Gripper, and we're going to do a fashion special today. Yay! So, hooray! <laughs> so I've gathered together once again the fabulous ladies who joined me on that sunny afternoon in May after <laughs> Megan had walked down the aisle and surprised us all in Givenchy. Yes. Um, so we're joined once again by Amber Grafflin, fashion Hello. director. Uh, Zoe Cripps, who is Queen of Beauty. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> and Danielle, who's a fashion writer and does loads and loads on the royals, and she's dabbling in Melania Trump this week as uh, the president comes to visit. Yep. Hello. So, ladies, welcome. We've got lots and lots to talk about. It's been a busy week this week for Meghan in particular. Um, yesterday, I caught up with Russell Myers on sort of the first half of this two-part podcast to talk about what they actually did in Ireland. Did he not talk about fashion at all? Hmm. Well, we sort of skated we need to over train it. Him up. We need to train him up. Well, I think, you know, he's got his own specialisms, but yeah. I think I think your your views on what exactly Megan wore, did it work? What what do all of these designers mean? Um, and the price tag, which was hefty. Mm-hmm. Eye watering. Eye watering. <laughs> yes, I think that's that's fair. So I've seen it suggested that it was a twenty-three thousand pound wardrobe Ooh. for her twenty-four hours, but I think it might be more than that. I've got to six and a half thousand pounds on handbags. Yeah, I think once you start throwing the the shoes in as well, ten thousand pounds on earrings. Yeah, yeah and then I mean it's way over that, isn't it? I mean, fine. They're not all things that she's bought new for this trip, and a lot of the things she's going to wear again. But it's very clear, you know, she is she is the. Prim- is she going to wear them? again those shoes and jewellery maybe but I don't see her as repeating outfits I'd be really surprised mm. Mm. I think she's going to be a Kate well she she does seem to have set a stall out of you know I am I am Hollywood I am royal yeah. I am going to live the life she has raised that bar pretty high <laughs> and the budget mm. and how, like, how do we feel about that are we happy about that or is it I mean there's a degree of you've got the money get nice things enjoy it yeah, I mean, I think it's shocking when you suddenly start to add it up, and when you look at, uh, look at the prices, I think suddenly you you stop and think. But she's in the public eye; she's there to to do to do what she does, and she's going to do it in style. And she's not she's unashamedly doing that. Which designer next? That is the question. Yeah, I mean, she's just ticking them all off, isn't yeah. she? She's having fun with it. I mean, listen, if I were in her position, <laughs> I'd probably be doing the same. Well, yes, lucky, lucky mm. lady. Um, so, some new names for us this week. Um, so, let's let's start at the beginning of Ireland, because as, as that song goes, the beginning is a very good place to start. Yes. Um, and so she landed in Ireland wearing green, which would probably have been the absolute odds-on favourite, you would imagine, if bookies were taking bets on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and wearing Givenchy, again, probably 
odds on favourite if you were taking bets. Um, what can you talk us through that look, Danielle? Sort of overall, what the what the put together was. Um, sort of what what you thought of it? It's like a crew neck sweater and uh, pocket detail pencil skirt. I thought it was quite autumnal actually. Um, you know, we're having a heat wave. Well, it's, it seems to have sadly disappeared, but I did think it. She's trying to work an autumnal palette wardrobe and, and showing you that you can wear it all year round. I think. Um, and then there was the matching tan accessories. She's got quite a hoard of Strathbury uh, tote bags. Now that's the Edinburgh based accessory brand um thought it was very business-like you know with the sleek polished bun uh zoe will probably talk more about that later um it was quite predictable as well in the fact obviously green a bit of sartorial diplomacy um and then there was the little uh four-leaf clover earrings that's quite a nice touch as well although not to be confused with shamrocks no slightly different yes apparently it was, it was quite a sweet tribute. I think you can't read too much into it. Um, yeah, it was very business-like, I think. It was a somewhat predictable start to the tour. Um, slightly more interesting things along the line, I think. Yeah. So the bun. The and bun. What, what did you think of her look when she landed? Well, I'm a little bit disappointed in Megan. And I hate to say <gasps> that. I know, I know it's awful. I'm a Megan fan. I love her. I love what she does. I love her style. I love her hair. And I think when she got married and she came out with that beautiful undone bun, I think we all expected her to keep doing that throughout her royal tours and in the future. Um, and I, th- I think she's completely changed. I think she is more of what a typical royal would be. And I think that this look on her was just too done. It was too tight. It was too pulled back. And I thought with the neckline of the dress, it didn't need to be that pulled back. She wasn't accentuating any other features. And I think she could have afforded to go a little bit more messy with it, like typical Megan would have done. And I think she should have worn her hair like she did for the Stephen Lawrence memorial service, which was when she had it loosely tied up, but little waves and tendrils coming down. And I just think it's so much more flattering on her. And I think she's lost that a little bit. And, and I'm a bit disappointed that she's lost that. Well, the outfit was already quite business-like, exactly. as Daniel said. And then she's kind of, it's almost like an office look, isn't it? Whereas it if the really hair was. had made, maybe been a bit looser, it would have added something and softened the look. Yeah, I agree. And we've seen her in a pencil skirt before. I quite, she I loves quite pencil like skirts. Yeah. Yeah. look on her. I, the, the sweater, bespoke Givenchy, so that's going to have cost a pretty penny. And we're not mm. even going to know how much. But No, I'm not really excited about the sweater. Unexciting. Yep. It's very much like her character from Suits, but without the kind of loose waves that Rachel Zane used to have, I think. Um, maybe she's trying to be, you know, trying to detract from, you know, Megan the actress, and now it's Megan the royal. And But why can't it be both? <laughs> she could be business on the you. bottom yeah. and party on the top. <laughs> yeah. But then this, I guess this was her flying outfit, and, you know... Picking an outfit for travelling in is always pretty key. Difficult. I have never got many flights in a pencil skirt, no, but I'll be honest with oh, you. That wouldn't be my first choice. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> then I'm on EasyJet, you know. <laughs> um, but she definitely upped the ante for the um, garden party in the evening, I think. Very um, classic, well, not little black dress, probably a midi black dress. She yeah. does love a midi, doesn't mm. she? 
Yeah, she, I guess hemlines is yep. an interesting thing that we're seeing with her. They are, she yeah, she goes for quite a conservative midi hemline, but it suits her. I mean, she's got the figure to pull it off. She looks amazing. Um, she really did vamp it up for that. I think she really, that was a great look for her. I think she looked amazing. So what did you like about it? I like the fact that bare arm, it's an elegant neckline. It's kind of evening but without being too showy i think she looks effortless and i think that's what she does really really well and i think i'm going to go over to you here because it's probably all down to the hair it was it was all about the hair and i actually really love the hair on this i think the dress was quite or i think she's taken a look a little bit into old hollywood and i think her hair really reflected that and she had these beautiful glossy brushed out waves um, and i loved it and she's gone for more of a side part she used to favor a center um, and the side is a little bit softer. Um, but I also want to talk about her highlighter. So uh-huh. people have been talking about Megan's highlighter for weeks now. <laughs> and there is a lot of speculation over which highlighter she's using. And a lot of people on social media want to know the exact one. Because she is just glowy. So what do you think? Well, after much research, Becca Cosmetics. <laughs> <laughs> much extensive. Um, a brand called Becca Cosmetics. They're quite well known for foundations and for powders. Um, they launched a new highlighter called Royal Glow. And they did it to celebrate Meghan and Harry's wedding. Now, someone posted about this and it was linked to Meghan. And apparently, someone says that she's using these highlighters, which would make sense because they're punchy. Um, and she's definitely gone up on her Royal Glow. Um, and I think I think it's very possible. It's a great story if that is what she's it wearing. It is an excellent yeah. story. And I want to believe it. And let's believe it. Whatever it is, she looks amazing. She's gone up, she's glowy, and her hair matches that for this one, and I think it's amazing. Can I ask a question mm. for a makeup idiot? I'm, I'm wearing no makeup. I yeah. very, very, very rarely wear makeup. Um, what does a highlighter do? Right. A highlighter is a way to lift your cheekbones, accentuate the top of your lips and your eyebrow arches, um, and it's really clever trick when you're getting your photograph taken because it will pick up on all the points of the face that you want to be lifted um and actually kate uses this trick quite a lot she favors blush and she favors highlighter so some people have been saying that megan might be taking tricks from kate's makeup bag um but whatever it is she looks amazing and her face looks beautiful so i guess it is quite different going from being an actress where Mm. you are either prepared for you know shooting where you are, know you're going to be photographed and probably quite heavy stage makeup. And there's lots whatever. of lovely lighting as well. So yeah. you've got yeah. a lighting man whose job it is to make you look amazing. Yeah. Or you're on the red carpet. Yeah. It's probably going to be quite brief, fleeting, and you're in a bit of a bun fight for getting the moment and making the photographers care about you being the person walking down the red carpet. But that's going to be a lot of probably flash photography, quite quick and in a relatively posed up mm. setting. Whereas now, she's going to be photographed throughout an engagement in various different kinds of lighting, kinds of company, in yep. action. And I don't know, is it, maybe it's a bit more like having wedding makeup done. Well, interesting you say that, because apparently Megan, ta- she didn't take a makeup artist on her trip with her. So there were about 11 people in her entourage. One of them is a hairstylist. And is it George Northwood? It's George he's Northwood, her, yeah. yeah. He's gone with her. Um, so where have we seen him before? He did a updo for do. Yeah. evening, evening reception. Okay. Yeah, one of her favourites apparently, but no makeup artist, it's said. Um, and we know this because her usual makeup artist, Daniel Martin, mentioned in an Instagram comment that I didn't do the makeup, but she's so good herself, 
She did her makeup herself on this. Now, that's just a comment. He was replying to someone, so can't confirm if it's true or not. Wow, if she is, that's quite incredible. But if she's doing her makeup herself, I think it's quite punchy. Yeah, Yeah. it is. And and it's looking lovely. And she knows what suits her. So, yeah. Keep it going. A little bit of debate maybe about wearing black for this particular engagement. Again, we talked about the autumnal palette with the first outfit and now she's wearing black for essentially a sort of a garden party style reception. Yeah, I think... You know, she got a lot of people like, why is she wearing such a dark colour to a summer garden party? But you can't go wrong with a little black dress, can you? No, and I think it's going back to this. She loves her Hollywood look, Mm. as we have discussed online this week, because we did a piece on how she's very much drawing inspiration, I think, from Audrey Hepburn. And that's the whole Givenchy connection. And I think she loves that old Hollywood look. And she does go for really classic, iconic looks. And I think that's her, her inspiration. I think that's why she sticks to the dark colours. So where else are you seeing that Audrey Hepburn? Okay, so we did a piece this week online about the fact that she loves the bateau neckline, which we call a boat neckline. And it originates from sailors' tops. And apparently sailors used to have wide cut top necklines so they could take their jumpers off quickly in case they were going to fall into the water. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but I like that story and I'm sticking to it. And it was called the bateau neckline. And then Givenchy started to use that neckline on evening wear very much in the 50s. And of course, Givenchy collaborated with Audrey Hepburn on her iconic movie looks, most famously the Sabrina film. And we have the Sabrina dress, which had a bateau neckline. And then, of course, in Breakfast at Tiffany's, there were lots of bateau necklines in that film. And the, the, actually, the movie poster dress has a bateau neckline. So you kind of very much associate that look with Audrey. And, of course, it's a look that Megan's been wearing a lot. And, obviously, Givenchy is the house, the fashion house that she turned to for her wedding dress. So I think there are lots of kind of tie-ins and connections there. And she she loves those the beautiful Hollywood sort of glamorous look tell me all though like Hollywood mm-hmm. but she old, can old really Hollywood pull it off though can't she and I think with her dark I can't Amber what I was saying, saying we all could of course we could <laughs> if we had the time and the money but she has that petite frame and she has the mm. dark hair and I think she can really carry that look I think it's, it looks incredible on her and clearly Givenchy's going to be around for the long haul as part of her wardrobe for the long haul but the, actually the look that I have really loved the most was the Dior dress that yeah, she wore for the you know for the 100 year RAF fly pass I think yeah. she looked absolutely stunning in that yeah. black dress it fitted her beautifully it had the bateau neckline the sort of flared A-line skirt I mean dare I say it, I think she's looked better in that than I in anything else mm. is that your favourite it's Megan my favourite so Megan looks so far absolutely hands down oh wow mm. how, how highly did were you two girls racing that one yeah I thought it was absolutely beautiful um, I heard a few people as we were watching it uh, we watched the fly pass from the office because we've got an amazing view from up here um, but I heard a few people saying oh didn't anyone didn't Megan get the memo about it's not a cocktail party but I just I thought it was quite demure mm. but stylish just very elegant yeah i loved it good yeah. all right so definitely one big one big hit this week um so the next day another dress that sparked a bit of a debate again because of its color um so i saw our friends at um megan's mirror they were saying you know do you see it is it gray is it pale green was some discussion taupe, uh, taupe mm. came back <laughs> I mean, that's I, good yeah my between taupe the sort of the was it panton um <laughs> coloring when they put that up, i was like yeah that does look quite like it i mean i quite i did enjoy the phrase grayish grayish <laughs> not what she was going for it's probably not what she was going for but um you know, so it's, a, it's the Roland Moray dress, which is very similar, if not uh, not quite identical, to the one that she wore the night before her wedding, which was uh, 
black dress. I think it was navy, actually. Yeah, yeah, navy. Very deep navy. Yeah. Um, in fact, again, debate about that, I think. Yeah. Earlier this week, was it navy or navy yeah. black? Was that on, on the Dior dress that came out as black? Um, anyway, so this is grayish top, Roland Moray dress. I... It may be the same dress, but it just did not look as good as it's not the as flattering. No. It's not as flattering. Sometimes things just simply don't work when they're in a different colour. You know, things navy and black's always going to be more flattering. I think it is slightly different to the one she wore before um, her wedding. Um, I'm not a big fan of this. No, I think the earrings no. saved it. To be honest, I think without those statement blingy seven thousand pound Burks earrings, I think it would have looked a little bit meh nothing yeah i think that it, i think the statement earring saved it again it was quite businesslike wasn't it it was a mm-hmm. matching black accessories good hair could have saved this what do yes. you think yeah <laughs> it could although i will stand up for megan here i think because she was wearing the hat i think there's a limited number of stars that she can do with her hair that can go with that and she did stray away from the bun she didn't do a bun again she did a low pony and you know it looked glossy it looked nice it it was sleek, and I think she matched that to the dress that she was wearing. Is is it her most inspirational look? No, but <laughs> it's it's not. And and I actually think that the whole look was very matte. And it might not be the best way to describe it, but it it was just all really matte. And I think she needed something like Dan was saying with the earrings to lift it a little bit. I wanted to see some highlighter. I wanted to see you know some tendrils coming down. But the bag's too big as well. What's she possibly got to carry around in that bag? I do like the bag. Though. The bag's great, but it's just too big. It just doesn't work with the Another whole outfit. The whole balance Fendi of that number. outfit's yeah. wrong. <laughs> She's doing her own makeup. She needs all of it. Snip into the loose for the a touch highlighter. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe she knew that Michael Higgins' dog was going to be there and she's got a Snacks. bag full of dog treats and wanted to wear something that, you know, get yep. a bit of dog hair on the road and more, I don't mind, don't mind quite so much. But yeah, so, okay, so that's not a favourite look. Um, her, and then she had another another quick change for outfit four um, for when she and Harry were kind of going to go do maybe the most active bits of their of their visit, visits to Croke Park and and the um, memorial to the famine that um, Russell talked interestingly about, about um, Harry and Meghan's reaction to that. But for those sort of um, out-and-about engagements, we saw her in a, in a trouser suit. Mm. She likes a trouser suit. We've seen her in one oh, before. Yes, the, Alex, she did an Alexander McQueen yep. um, trouser suit, didn't she, earlier on in the year? And I'm so glad it's come back because I think she looks amazing in it. It's, it's her version of Kate's blazer and skinny jeans combo. It is, isn't mm. it? It's yeah. like the up high oh, fashion version of it yeah. yes Givenchy so, again yeah, yeah she does look really good so in Givenchy it Givenchy this time yep Rather than, so she's now got McQueen tux and a Givenchy is it double, breast, sort of double breasted style jacket yeah kind of slightly sh- um, more boxy, cropped boxy yeah. style um, not sleek as the McQueen one she wore before but then she was wearing that out in the evening so it was a whole it was a very and different look February, yeah. I think she looked really good again it's very business like it is yeah, I love the, I love how good she looks in the trousers. As someone who cannot wear <laughs> those kinds of trousers, wide legs only for me, ladies. Um, it's I don't know. I'm envious of the very elegant legs and heels, and I want to be able to wear that and look that amazing. <laughs> yeah, and she we have to talk, we have to talk about her hair. Over to you again, Zoe, because I thought her hair looked absolutely amazing for that for the day engagements. Yeah, the the hair did look good. I'm really happy she wore it down. I think because. If she'd paired that suit with a sleek bun, I might have cried. <laughs> I, really, I really might have. I'd have despaired. And I'm happy we saw it down. And I think it gave it a little bit more of a relaxed 
edge. Yeah, taking to George Northwood on that trip was a good idea. It was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. You're very invested in Megan's looks. At the you moment, are, I so am. You? I really <laughs> am. I'm thinking of changing my Twitter bio to Megan's official hair correspondent. I do. <laughs> I do talk a lot about it and I get quite heated about this. We're all invested in it and I'm really happy the the bun wasn't there for this look. Um so which is which is your favorite look from um Ireland ladies we're gonna this uh, it's one of those classic things that doesn't really carry over on audio but we're gonna put it to a vote and we're gonna yeah. do hands up so um any votes for uh, look number one the uh, green Givenchy number none no no, no silence in the audience nobody was even thinking about about it um I mean I think we're just not going to bother voting on Grage because I don't think anybody's going to vote for that taupe. Taupe. <laughs> it's a nope for taupe, nope for taupe. <laughs> very good I like that um, so we have as our two finalists the contenders are the black Emilia Wickstead number and the black Givenchy trouser suit so uh, raise your hands if you are for the dress by Wickstead oh Ooh. two and I'm going to go for the trouser suit. I'm going to go for the trouser suit as well. Split. <laughs> okay, so clearly. Do you know what? I like the fact that she wore Amelia Wixford also because she's a British designer. And I think that's important. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a lot of French and she's going very high end. I'm not saying Amelia Wixford is not high end. She is. But I think it's good to see her wearing a, Brit- you know, backing a British designer. So that's yeah. not only did I love the look, but I love the whole sentiment behind it. That's true. And Amelia Wixford's obviously been a staple of Kate's wardrobe yes. for a long time. And yeah. always... It's always kind of quite simple and classic, and it feels like a kind of a you can't go wrong with it type of. I don't think you can go wrong with anything from Amelia Wickstead. No, (laughs) yeah, she does a lot of Kate's arrival outfits, doesn't Mm. she, on tour? So yeah, yeah, balance between sort of practical and lovely. Yeah. Okay, so this wasn't the only time we saw Megan this week. So we've talked a bit about um, the RAF Mm -hmm. event and the Dior, Um, but obviously the Royals were out in force on Monday well not quite in force obviously the Queen and, and Prince Philip went there and the extended family went but we did see all of the Cambridges we saw the Sussexes as we can yep. uh, now getting used to calling them <laughs> yep. just about um, saw Kate's family as well um, so well let's start with Meghan since that's where we've we've been before and then we were talking about Audrey Hepburn before um, who I also think is fabulous and love. Megan channeling that kind of feeling and the hats that she's choosing like the hat she chose for Ascot with that quite like quite thin style very slant very angled yes no style. the hats have been spot on mm-hmm. and the christening one was a very I felt was in a very similar vein yes is it just in my head that that is associated with a sort of a Hepburn flavour and era I think there's that... definitely a Hepburn flavour I think that she's clever because she never goes for anything that's she, the hats are never wearing her she's definitely wearing the hats they always really really perfectly complement what the you know the dress and the outfit um, again, I'm going to keep going on about it. RAF outfit for me, the Stephen Jones hat with yeah. the Dior, yeah. I thought was absolutely amazing. Again, you, if you wear a black hat that's too heavy, you're going to look very formal and very funerally, yeah. aren't you? She wore a very light hat. It was made of a you know kind of meshy fabric, and yeah, just think it absolutely complemented the dress. So for the for the christening, she was in olive green, um, and I think another new. Ralph Lauren, yeah, American designer. Um, but the hat was by Stephen. Was that? St- I'm gonna be. I'm gonna get caught out here. I'm not sure what that hat was. was. Mm. It was definitely the mix of 
British and American. Yeah, she's wearing a lot of Stephen Jones and Philip Treacy, hasn't she? Both British milliners. Both amazing British milliners. So she's never, not surprising, she's never really got it wrong. Ralph Lauren, again, American label. Actually, Audrey Hepburn used to wear quite a lot as well. And she was very friendly with Ralph Lauren. So a little tie in again there. And some, again, some quite classic elements of Megan style, really. A sort of a boatish style neck, slightly higher. Little belt. Yeah, they're definitely the, the two line. things that she goes to time and time again. Almost sort of a midi, midi length. Yes, yeah. maybe. I wasn't that keen on the colour for a, for a christening. I'm mm. not sure about khaki for a christening, but I think she, I think she's definitely trying to play it safe because obviously she knew it was kind of more Kate and Williams day. It's like understated, like you know, still looks elegant, but it's still kind of very much trying to be in the background rather than the foreground yeah because it was you know and, and obviously we haven't seen Kate for a while um she's been on maternity leave and so maybe she wanted to, to give yeah I'm still not design. sure yeah for a christening the wonders of, the wonders of google I've just double checked and uh it appears it is Stephen Jones for okay that Stephen mm. Jones was that Stephen Jones double Monday Tuesday yes yes mm. and I think it was Stephen Jones who she commissioned a load of hats from for her friends for the wedding Yes, there were a lot of Stephen yeah. Jones hats at the wedding. Yes. And for Kate's, I think, similarly back in, or was it Treacy that did the royal wedding? There was one of them that did basically like 35 hats for for the guests <laughs> yeah. at the royal wedding. That's um, a good gig to have. Yes. Yeah, let's face um, it. Um, talking about hats, uh, I think we have to talk about Kate's hat band. Oh. Which, oh. I mean, so I, 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 I had the the start of the week off and I was at, um, at my parents in Cornwall enjoying the lovely sunshine and then obviously it was what's what's gone on at the christening what's everybody wearing how's Prince Louis looking looked at the pictures and I was like oh my life what is on Kate's head <laughs> I, yeah. like, it, it just made me think you know she came for it it reminded me of like some kind of I don't know 15th century renaissance artwork yeah. where you've got the halo art over <laughs> I mean, this is very That's sacrilegious so me saying exactly this, what it's like, like yeah. over over Mary while she's holding the baby Jesus. Yeah, and you know this is this is a christening. You're going to be holding a baby, and then you've got this halo type thing on your head. I just find find it weird. So that's weird thing number one, and number two. I mean, what even is it? But as we've established, I'm the least fashionable person in this room, and I don't wear makeup, and I don't know what is going on. What is the verdict on the hat band? Is it okay, or is was I wasn't a, keen on the hat band, and also the combination of the hat band with the really too grown up pulled back hairstyle yeah, yeah. I think maybe better hair could have I don't know if it would have saved it it might have just about made it plausible <laughs> but no <gasps> too bad hair and bad hat band were not working for me I'll just come up with a theory I think maybe she said to Charlotte Charlotte which what hat shall I wear yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this one mummy it'll look amazing yeah. the toddler band chose like it. me <laughs> so it. um hat bands Haban, no, I'm not. I, I did the same as you. I looked at it and sort of thought, huh, is there a trend we don't know about going <laughs> on around here? Uh, I, I didn't, to be honest, even spot her hair behind that thing. It could have been doing anything, really. I don't think the hair could have saved it. I think Kate has beautiful hair and sometimes she hits it perfectly. And we were talking about this when she does that pulled back pony, but quite a nice one, a, a sleek one, not a mumsy pony. And I think she's in dangerous grounds here of, of, oh, God, dare I say the word mumsy, being a little bit. Um, But no, I I didn't think this was her best look. I think she could have done a lot more with her hair and maybe ditched the band. So if she was mumsy, she was mumsy in McQueen, which if you're going to be mumsy, it's not a bad way to 
do it. Um, nope. Yeah. Obviously, McQueen is the staple of A, her wardrobe, and B, the ever-present at, yeah. at the children's christening. And that is her absolute ultimate favourite McQueen mm. um, dress coat as well, because yeah. she has it in three different colours. Yeah. She loves that look. That's <laughs> her look. Yeah. So was this, was this a new one or a rewear? New. Theory, wasn't she, it, yeah. We've seen it in cream and we've seen it in a, pe- a butterscotchy pale yellow. Yeah, the and that now had us all confused from the royal wedding. Is it a repeat? Is it a new one? Yes. We just think it. she's got a lot of them ready on standby <laughs> to pull out on any given occasion. Yeah. Maybe sensible. If it's cream, you know, it's going to pick up the dirt. Yeah. And maybe, you know, you're not going to be able to keep it looking good for quite so long. So that's my other theory about why she always wears cream for the christening. Baby. Yeah, no, baby, definitely to go with sick. the christening gown. True. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Very true. Sorry, I've just lowered the tone here. You uh, really have lowered the, well, the tone. The main, the main theory is the christening gown, but you know. Yeah, but I like the baby sick idea as well. Yeah. Practical, practical as a, as a mum. Uh, she might be thinking about, you know, how to, how to deal with such little accidents. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, so this is, so that's a, a kind of a classic, classic Kate look. Um, what do we think about the other people at the christening so I thought I mean I thought Camilla looked lovely in her kind of very also classic wardrobe look um Carol Middleton you know looks yeah powder blue glamorous granny yeah Susanna that kind of 1940s kind of almost wrap over yeah she always looks good she knows what works doesn't she she always looks good um and Pippa Mm. So <laughs> Pippa's obviously pregnant with her first child and I think she's kind of on that in-between stage if there's not quite a bump there but there's enough that probably your normal things don't mm. don't fit quite as you like them to. Um, but it, the sort of the pale blue was an interesting choice. I mean, if this was Kate, we'd be saying, well, she's clearly having a boy. She's wearing blue. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, buttons down the middle and a... a the cuffs just didn't really work did it and I absolutely love that designer it's Alessandro I think it's incredible designer really lovely outfit just didn't really work on her it's quite fussy yeah bit pride and prejudice I thought yes you could see it in that quite similar to the McQueen dress that Kate wore for Pippa's wedding I thought as well the cuff sleeves you know like that peachy pinky colour interesting yes do looks breezy though she's she's won some really lovely looks for Wimbledon over the last couple like the week last week or so she had like a shirt dress on the other day Mm. she had that anglaise dress on um the time before that and I just think oh maybe something a bit like that would have been better for the for the christening but again maybe it was the whole I don't want to draw attention to myself it's not my day yeah but maybe dressing you 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 can always dress well yeah maybe she's maybe Everyone's got something that they wear and they just love mm-hmm. it and just yeah. want to wear it. So it's always good to be able to give that thing an outing. And probably your royal nephew's christening is not the worst place to hmm. wear something that is uh, a bit unusual. Um, you mentioned Wimbledon. Yeah. So Pippa's been there. Um, and this weekend we're going to see Kate and Meghan. Girls cheering day out. On, girls, <laughs> yeah. girls day out. <laughs> cheering, on, cheering on Serena on Saturday tomorrow yeah um, and then um, Kate's going to be there with William on Sunday um, if you want to look back over all of Kate's Wimbledon outfits ever Danielle <laughs> has put those together wow. there's a gallery for it yep. yeah there'll be more, more to add to that one <laughs> on Monday but she, I mean she, you know I think there's as with so often with Kate she has a particular style for that kind of event and channels you know it's like it's like her diplomatic dressing yeah and she goes abroad 
but for Wimbledon. She's worn some great things to Wimbledon because I, can't wait I to think see she it, kind yeah. of relaxes a little bit. It's like her sporting mm. weekends. Maybe we'll see some good outfits. Yeah, that Dolce and Gabbana polka yeah. dot dress is one of my favourite things I think she's ever worn last year. And she's worn some really fun pieces, hasn't she? She's worn because she wore the Roxander banana dress as William calls it mm, yeah. one year and she always goes from a queen so that's probably going to be the final I'm just putting predictions in now but it will be interesting to see what both of them wear tomorrow yeah, she usually gets it spot on so mm. yeah a wave, and the a wave hair. hair yeah well I was going to say we did a whole roundup of battle of the blow dries the other year who was it was it with <laughs> Kim, Kim Murray, Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. that was a blast from the past so we we looked at their their individual hair styles and, and sort of looked at how they how they changed um, and it'll be really good to see if Megan and Kate are matching in that respect or if they've mm. gone to something very different so interesting um, Danielle you mentioned the banana dress and we shouldn't fit we shouldn't finish this podcast without mentioning that Megan has worn yellow we, I mean we've been saying for months yes. can't wear something colourful yeah, she something must again. have been listening I think I was away one. I missed yeah. it I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah she must have been listening to the last podcast because you remember saying so. like, I need to see her in colour and yep. she, yeah I really liked it the subtle boat neck yeah. this time yeah. yeah but still you know they have sort of tree her key style elements in there midi yeah. sunny yellow I yeah. think she saw Amal at her wedding and just when maybe yeah. Oh, yeah. I want a bit of that I need yeah. some yellow in my that worked room. yeah that worked that's it's working work on you <laughs> similar colouring we'll go with it interesting designer as well Brandon Maxwell yeah. who's Lady Gaga's stylist uh, not renowned not responsible for the meat dress I might point out <laughs> um, more understated than that <laughs> yeah. but yeah I thought it was I thought it was amazing um, again there was that sleek bun yeah. yeah. <laughs> the sleek bun. And if we're analysing that sleek bun, she does wear it slightly to the left. And I've been pondering over why this is. It's at a slight angle. And I'm wondering if it's for the cameras. Because if you have no bun straight behind your head, if, if it's situated there, then when she's being photographed front on, it looks like she has not no much hair. hair. Exactly. So I'm thinking she's angling it quite cleverly to one side. So if she is mm. going to do a sleek bun, she's thinking about it. I really like that yellow dress because I think it was that combination of quite businessy and simple and mm, yeah. know, relatively shift sort of shift dress style, but the colour lifted it. And yeah. there is no colour that hasn't suited Megan, I, I think. taupe. But even <laughs> even taupe, Megan pulls it off the best anyone could expect it. Yeah, she probably fared much better than most, but I'm still not a fan of the taupe. No. Right, okay, well... There's that's a lot of outfits we've run through. Uh, probably a bit more mixed, maybe in our views than we have been. To, yeah. In the past, but then when you wear when you're wearing more and more things, you can't get it right every time. Nobody oh, she's still right worn two of my favourite looks this week: the Amelia Wicks did and the Dior. So it was a good week for Megan. Yeah. Good week for mm-hmm. Megan. Um, and she's got a lot to look forward to this weekend with the Wimbledon final. Um, if you're watching that at home, then enjoy it. I'm sure we'll be talking about that next week um, and some of the sort of the Trump visit fallout. Um, But thank you for joining me once again, teaching me about highlighters and and, uh, coining the phrase nope to taupe. Nope to taupe. Nope to taupe. So just remember that wherever you are and if you're shopping, (laughs) consider a good idea. You need to say. Easy to remember. Nope to taupe. Anyway, right, ladies, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. We'll see you you again soon. But until next time. Pod save the queen. (laughs) 